And welcome to the Fantasizers Podcast, week 12 of season two. I'm your host with the big cock, Josh Dean, and I am co-hostless shocker, right? It's just becoming a, a trend now. So with me, uh, you know, as always, you know, they're here most of the time, uh, if not all the time. I got Hollywood, I got Brandon Lee, and I got my goatee guru, of course, Um mainly because I can't grow my own uh, goatee. So, boys, I'm going to let you say your say your piece, okay? Um, obviously, this past week was Giants-Seahawks. Go ahead. Uh, I, man, Brandon, do you, do you want to kick us off? or, or... I mean, You know, I would, just, I would like to be... You know, I'd want to give some props to Daniel Jones. He handled the environment a lot better than I expected. Agreed. Now, with I mean, with that, (laughs) Geno Smith is fucking real right now. He's real. And and, and Kenneth Smith, or Kenneth Smith, Jesus, Kenneth Kenneth Walker. Let's go, right? I'm telling you, my underwear gets tighter every time I say his name. You know, if you would have told me that in that game we lost a touchdown because of Tyler Lockett and not Geno Smith, I would have I would have shot you in the face. Is that is that his first drop in like four years? Probably. You know, I blame yeah. it on I don't know if you've noticed, but so he used to just be balding. Now he's he's gone, he shaved it. He's he's fully committed. And I blame the shine, or maybe, you know, now it gets a little sweatier, so the helmet moves. Slides a little, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. right. You gotta get that talcum right. powder up there, bud. Come on, it's like a ball back up there. You gotta, you gotta powder that bitch. That's right. You gotta take care of it. You gotta take care of it. But hey, he made up for it. I, I love that little catch in the, the like three yard line, just basket catch, and just kind of quickly peek over at the corner there. Yep, love that. Yeah, that corner thought he got him, but nope, 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 nope. So uh... Tyler toe tap, baby. So uh, he just missed the toe tap earlier. Let's listen. You guys played well. You did. Um, moral of the story: you you fumble two punts, you're gonna lose the game. It's 14 points, right then and there. Um, so you know, I don't put it on our offense. I don't put it on our defense. I put it on Richie James and his stupid haircut. And his stupid hands. So I don't care. I don't care. We're six and two. Um, we're sitting right where we want to be. We have going into the bye. Could learn from it. And now we've got uh, two hopefully easy weeks where we can bounce back. So um, also, I do have something to talk about. The division the New York Giants are in, the East. First of all, there's no more least in that in that East. I'll tell you that much. Every team is 500 or above. And a hot take is that every team is going to make the playoffs. There are three wild cards. There are three wild cards now. And that's a hot take. Not a chance. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke's taking taking them to the to the playoffs. Nope. Not a chance. They're they're gonna tank like they always do. (laughs) Look, the Cowboys, they're going to tank like they always do. They don't think they have controversy right now, but I'm telling you they do. They have quarterback controversy. I'm telling you, as soon as, as soon as Prescott starts losing again, they're going to have a controversy. They've already got running back controversy. True. That's, that's Tony Pollard's backfield right now. It should be. Take take a hike, buddy. Zeke, Zeke should retire in two years. What? Washington's got controversy. I mean, their their owners just are basically setting them up to sell. They just yeah struck a deal there or whatever. They're they're putting Bank of America. Yeah, they I I make an argument that they become a better team once that thing. Sold. That's what I was thinking too. You know, <laughs> I think that, I think everything. In I don't think that's a I don't think that's a quick process. So I'm thinking, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks while that's happening, that's bad PR. That's distractions. 
watch Washington start start playing real Everything bad. everything's not. See, I think everything's falling into place right now for uh, Washington. I I'm a little yeah, nervous. I think I think, we're find out a lot about I think we're gonna find out a lot about that division. Is what we're gonna find out. Um, I think it's falling into place too because look, we all live on the East Coast. We're all relatively close to Washington. Podcast doing well, guys. Yeah, it is. I don't know if we want to parlay this into an NFL team, but I'm thinking we do. I, I like it. I like it. Um, also, uh, Giants uh, versus Washington is December 18th. So if you guys, you know, want to come down to, you know, D.C. Hot um, take. Least watch go. football game of the year. That's a hot take. No, that's definitely that's a hot a take. Thursday night game, I'm gonna assume. That's a it cannot be. That's a that's a hot that's Please a hot take. That's disrespectful. Speaking of a Thursday night game, I, I don't know if you guys watched the start of the one tonight yep. with uh, Philly, uh, you know, playing the Texans. The Texans don't look terrible. Uh, that's no, that's me. That would be uh, because Vegas was nine percent uh, versus the public on public ninety one percent on the spread for the Eagles. So I, being the scumbag I am, went against the public, went with Vegas, and um, got them at fourteen and a half. Uh, well, right now it's fourteen twenty one. So you're and it's in the third. You're doing well, good. looking good right now. Davis Mills is doing what he needs to do. Brandon Cooks is not playing, and everybody ran to that uh, that spread for the Eagles. So, idiots, idiots, idiots. Vegas doesn't lose. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually wondering, because I know Brandon Cooks was exploring trade offers. I'm wondering if that's going to end up being like a, like, a, like a, hey, if you drop and you put this guy on waivers, we'll put Cooks on waivers and – you know, it's going to be Could luck be. of the draw, but let's go for it. Could be. You know I mean? Could be. I know that. I know that he uh, he was upset with the with the trade deadline not not going anywhere, so he's actually asking to be released. Um, but we'll see. So, um, Cam Akers situation interesting in in L.A. right now. Obviously, didn't get a didn't get a deal done. I was I've was told or have read that he that the Rams were begging to get him out and off calling other teams to try and get them out and no one no one would take the bite so um interesting interesting stuff there but we need to get into today's show because i just i just want to do you understand i want to um we're gonna go to a short break when we come back we got bees bets and then we're going to hollywood right after this All right, and we are back, and we're on into B's bets. We're going to make some money. Um, B, dude, what do you got for us this week? Four more. I got four more. Four more, baby. Um, we went three for four last week, so back on track, baby. Damn right. Back on track. Um, let's get you started here. <clears throat> I love this week. Actually, I don't. I hate this week, but I did dig. I dig. I dig. I dug. I digged. I digged and dug more. Um, so I found you that I actually really like. Low bet. Indianapolis against New England. A game that I wouldn't have taken money line or spread or anything like that. I don't really like the game itself, but the over-under is at 40 and a half. So I feel, to, to me, that feels really low for an NFL game. Like, I, I don't see that being that low. Um, so I'm going to take the over of 40 and a half. I think, you know, neither one of these teams really have a great defense. Um, and I could see this game being, like, sloppy enough that it could be high scoring. So, I, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be heavy run game. I think you're going to see a lot of Jonathan Taylor. You're going to see a lot of uh, Ramondre Stevenson. To me, it's like, you know what? It's going to be run, 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 oh, play action, touchdown. And and, and that's kind of where I'm going here. So I, I think you're going to see over 40 and a half points, Jacoby Myers with a touchdown, and Jonathan Taylor with a touchdown. Like it. Uh, couldn't make up my mind which medium bet I liked best. Told you I'd give you two. Luckily for you, you got two weeks in a row of that. So 
I am going Green Bay at minus three and a half. I know the Packers have been rough. I get it. I understand. They're playing Detroit. And Detroit just got rid of probably their second highest targeted pass catcher in TJ Hawkinson. So you have a Monra St. Brown. I'm pretty sure Jair Alexander can handle him, but even if he can't, you double team him. Who else are you throwing to? There's nobody there. Talk about a backfield that I just want to stay the fuck away from in fantasy. I mean, DeAndre Swift, I'm cool with. I'm cool. He's back. He's healthy. He's he, not. He he's, he's still on a he's still on a workload management right now. Yeah, but he, I mean, he got vultured from a couple of touchdowns. But even even then, I mean, Jamal Williams isn't a bad running back. It's it's not bad. Uh, it's a struggle. I would never know who to betting, play. Betting wise, though, I mean, like Detroit, they were in games when they were scoring twenty five plus points a game. That's it because their defense gives up all of it. And look at their record; they were scoring twenty five plus a game and losing, which means they're giving up more than 25 plus a game. So, I mean, even if Green Bay doesn't perform fantastic, I think they score more than Detroit, not to mention Alan Lazard's coming back. And if you've watched any of the Green Bay Packers games, when Lazard's there, passing game's better. Um, Jair Alexander's chirping. He's chirping a lot. He's pissed, man. He. His chirp is pretty bad, by the way. His his trash talk sucks, but he's he's feeling it. You know what I mean? So he's getting back into that mindset. So I I think he's got to start backing it up. I think you'll see it this week. Um, so I, I'm going to take Green Bay minus three and a half. I'm going to say DeAndre Swift gets into the end zone, and Romeo Dobbs is going to get a touchdown. Oof. Or Dobbs or Dobbs or Never whatever. His name yeah, is. however you say his freaking name. Romeo. Juliet left him. He's ready to go. He's actually Romeo. Excuse me. Uh, medium bet two. Minnesota Vikings, baby. Minus three. Let's do it. Yeah. They're playing Washington. I don't care who they're you playing. You heard me say it earlier. Washington's got bad publicity right now. And I think that causes distractions takes away from your practice. You're not completely focused. You're not focused on the game. You're wondering what's going to happen. If you have a new owner, is that owner coming in and cleaning house, right? Are they clearing house and starting over like that? It's on your mind. You got to think about it. So I'm saying Miami, I'm sorry, Miami, Minnesota minus three. um, They're getting healthy. Minnesota's getting healthy. Melvin Cook's healthy. I mean, they just brought in TJ Hawkinson, who I I think that's brilliant, dude. That is huge. You got Justin Jefferson. You still got Thielen, who's not the guy he used to be, but he's still pretty reliable. And if Thielen's your third option in that offense, that's pretty fucking awesome. So I I think that's big. They were missing the tight end. Irv kept getting hurt, you know. Uh, Kirk Cousins, man. He's back. He's back against Washington. Uh, I I don't like, know. God, do I hope that he says you like that at the end of the game? Oh, God, I am hoping it. I am hoping so bad that he's just you like that. I don't. I don't know how the Vikings are only minus three against Washington. I can see that line moving, but I mean the defense hasn't been phenomenal. So I could see if Washington comes out on an offensive attack and Robinson's running the ball. Well, maybe, maybe, but I, I don't see that. So I'm thinking Minnesota who's played, you know, competent defense this year, not stellar, but enough to get by their offense has been all right. Adding Hawkinson on a position that they were already weak at, then losing their tight end. I think that's big. I, I think that's real big. And they got—they didn't get just any Joe Schmo. They got a real good tight end. I also, just real quick, I don't think I'm in the minority here when I say that I forget that Minnesota is a one-loss team. Like, they're yeah. a hot team. I mean, but I forget about it. Like, when I think about the top teams in the NFL, they're not anywhere you on that think list. think the Giants. 
with their two losses. Well, I think of the teams that beat the Giants. They're really good. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Cowboys. Surprisingly good, actually. But not that surprising if you heard my take earlier in the season when I said they'd be a seven-win team. Yes. Um, I don't know. Big bet. You boys ready? Ready. Yeah? We're going to make some money. I'm curious as to what your reactions are going to be because I honestly think that this is a lock. This is this is a lockdown if you don't throw, uh, you know, host, if you don't throw like at least 250 on this, then I don't understand. All right. Specifically you. Um, okay. I'm taking the Saints money line over Baltimore. Monday night football. I like you guys know that the Ravens are 58% successful in the red zone on the year. Yes. If you take away the first three weeks, did you know that they're only 45% successful in the red zone? Aren't they the worst? They can't they, – they just don't score in the red zone. They get in the red zone, they're, they're screwed. They need the deep ball. Well, guess what? Rashad Bateman's out. So the only deep threat you have is Devin Duvernay. Yeah. The only deep threat you have is Devin Duvernay. Guess what? Mark Andrews, questionable, may not play. So, I, to me, with that percentage in the red zone, that is a recipe right there. That is not successful. That is a recipe for disaster. You have Elvin Kamara on the opposite side with the Saints, who's looking like the old Elvin Kamara. Granted, I know it was like one, maybe two weeks. Andy Dalton's starting to play well. He's playing better than Jameis Winston. But then think about this. Dalton plays poorly. You put in Winston. Winston plays poorly. Now you got Taysom Hill. they got three options who are not – losers at the quarterback position they can play well the best thing they can do is get in a hole and wait until like late in the fourth quarter and then they're gold we'll come back exactly. i believe uh i think the um the saints under andy dalton are, are the highest scoring team uh in the nfl and on average uh they're average i think they're averaging like 30 points a game with uh, with Andy Dalton, the problem with that Saints team is their defense right now. Defense is rough, but at the same time, what do the Ravens have to offer on offense? I mean, they just—they're potentially out two of their top three targets. Agreed. Agreed. It's. Uh, I mean, it depends on what Mark Andrews is doing. If Andrews is in there, it could be a closer game. But yeah. if he's hurt and he's out. You're done. You're deep threat. You're done, Mark Andrews. I mean, you still have Devin Duvernay as a good. Deep it's not. Threat, it's not out of question. I. I don't doubt you. I've. I've been making money off the Saints covering spreads and money lines all year. So I'm in. Are we thinking said, the NFL's finally figured out how to cover Lamar Jackson too? Uh, <laughs> by making him. By making him throw. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, just yeah, let him throw. You're terrible at that. Yeah, play your actual position. Anyway, touchdowns in this game. I am going to say Duvernay gets one in. He's the only real option that they have at this point in the week. I think he runs one in. And I, I, he's on my team. I'd be all right with that. Uh, Chris uh, Chris Alave, I think, catches one. In, 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 uh, I forget. I forget Alave's back now. Uh, Mike, yeah, Tom, Mike Thomas uh, got moved to IR, by the way. Yep, which means he misses another four weeks. But he's, I mean, he really hasn't been anything no. when he's been healthy i mean he started off well got hurt came back for what a week no i agree it. they got Jawan johnson too who's looking pretty decent so <laughs> yep and i don't think i gave you any touchdowns for the minnesota game and i apologize for that it's gonna be uh delvin cook on the minnesota side and i'm gonna say um jahan dodson because i don't think i actually wrote it down is jahan dodson playing this week actually Goatee. That's a good. That's a you good. You happen question. to know anything about that? I think you're stupid for not saying Terry McLaurin. When last I knew, he was still questionable. Um, I, I haven't seen anything leading one way or the other. Terry McLaurin and or Antonio Gibson. So, that's my take. We'll, we'll stick away. We'll we'll go away from uh, Dotson. We'll say yeah, Gibson's gonna catch one. I'm not Terry McLaurin can't do shit. Gibson Gibson for some somehow worked his way into being the the goal line back basically. So. <laughs> okay, I gonna catch one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I heard the Bills. I heard the Bills wanted McKissick, and then they were like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna go with a better guy." And Naeem Hines, thanks. And then they just said, "See you later." But I don't know. I, I think McKissick's got a lot of upside. 
I'll, I'll that, take him. That trade with Naeem Hines actually is kind of interesting. Does that? Do you think Hines I like steps it. in? Oh yeah, and becomes that that receiving guy, or do you think James Cook starts getting carries? No, uh, no, I think that they they brought in Hines for a reason, and they brought him in because Singletary is going to be. Uh, He's on a contract year, I believe, this year or something like that, right? Free agent. I think the the future. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting. I think Hines is is proven his worth, and they they like him. He fits the scheme really well, and uh, I think fair. and Cook and Cook has time to time to, to uh, develop and learn from him, so I think it's good. But maybe he stepped in next year as Singletary's spot. Maybe, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, dude. Thanks, B. Uh, appreciate it. Four of the wonderful bets that are going to make us a lot of money. Um, hey, Giants are not going to lose this week. Huh? How about that? How about that? We're going to rest our, in, our, in our bye. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we got Hollywood in his corner. It's it's not babysat. There's no babysitter. It, be prepared. We'll catch you right after this. All right, we are back, and we are going to that special corner, Hollywood's Corner, and he's got some something interesting for us, I'm sure. Hollywood, what do you have for us this week, dude? This week, we're not playing a game, luckily, because we're down a person. Uh, this week, I've got a little something for you I'm calling Hollywood's Headlines. And what that is is, I read sports headlines, and I'm going to regurgitate those to you, but in my in my way, right? Okay. The best way. Like, like Frank Sinatra, I'm, I'm going to do it my way. I did it my way. Okay. Nice. But, but I want input from you guys on these because I don't have a whole lot. So, you know, a little input from, uh, from the peanut gallery is going to be good. All right. And what sparked this is I wanted to talk about this headline that really that really sparked my interest. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to build a whole segment around this. So this was the one to start it. In NASCAR, I didn't even realize, because I haven't followed NASCAR really, but I didn't realize that they were measuring dicks to find out who has the biggest <laughs> cock. And I can tell you it's Ross Chastain. He's got yeah. the biggest cock in all yeah. of NASCAR. Because this dude said, you know what? I need to finish in a certain place to make the championship, and I'm in 10th right now, and that's not going to get it done. So I'm going to punch this car uh, up to 100 miles an hour and just ride the wall and, so and cool. go to fifth place. It was such a great move. Like, Did you see his reasoning for doing it, Like, like how he knew it was going to work? He's like, yeah. Nintendo 64. He's like, yeah, I played like NASCAR 05, maybe 06. It worked. He's the like, the only thing that would have been better is if he said Mario Kart. He li- yeah, right. He literally, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like, I'm Rainbow Road. Um, you can't do it on Rainbow Road. You can't. No, no, I know. Park. But, anyways, um, Park is the exact mirror of Martinsville where he did it, the paperclip. Come on. But, anyways, no. Uh, so, him saying that was hilarious because. He's, he even then followed it up with, I honestly didn't know if it'd work in real life, but it did. So it was, it's like he didn't care. He's like, well, it did. So I, I just hope I didn't hit the, the exit gate on turn four. Yeah, really. That was, dude, that was, that was so sick. What a stud. My God. Even Denny but, Hamlin. So Denny Hamlin was, was set to go to the championship until that move and even denny Hamlin was like i, I gotta give it to the guy like that's that's freaking yeah. awesome that's so cool i wonder yeah. how i wonder how many people are gonna do that though now like you're gonna try that hey I mean, Kyle Bush, try try it run into the wall every time hey calm down that's my guy i like Kyle Bush. but he that's that's 100 percent something he would do oh yeah absolutely what else, what, 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 but he would fuck it up and take out like half the field doing it. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. Yeah, they got to measure cock size. How else do you get a photo finish? Exactly. Nice, good one. Well done. That was that was a good little line there. Nice, nice. All right, what else you got for us, Hollywood? All right. Speaking of uh, measuring dicks, apparently the Spurs like to cover up dick showers. <laughs> you guys hear that, Remo? 
Apparently, Primo's got a Primo unit because he likes showing it to his doctors. And now he's not an NBA player anymore. His favorite, uh, his favorite NFL player was Deshaun Watson growing up. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> I just love how, like, he, like, how do you deny it? He's like, no, she's basic. I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, of course. Basically, she's a racist who's after money. What financial gain do you get from ousting someone as showing your penis to them? Like, what financial gain could she get from this? I don't understand it. Like, and then he backs Maybe. it up and being like, "I look, I didn't, I didn't intentionally show it." So now he's admitting he showed it, just not intentionally. Like, I didn't know you could see it through my gym shorts. Sure, I wasn't wearing any, but <laughs> I didn't know. Didn't say that. <laughs> oh fuck! What a, what an asshole! I'm so glad he's done. I didn't mean to pull my pants down and do the helicopter in front of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he actually did you see that he got claimed though? He he got claimed uh by a new team. Let me guess the Nets? No, no, no. The Cle <laughs> the Cle racist? Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Cleveland Browns picked him up and said, Hey man, you're gonna be great. You got a lot of upside. <laughs> the quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> but no, so Ky Kyrie's a racist? Did you guys know this? He's, he's suspended five games from the Nets because he he would not unequivocally admit that he is not anti-Semitic. Like, he's questioning it like he's not. He's like, I'm not. I don't know if I want to stand on that hill yet. I want to see where the chips lie first. Like, let's, <laughs> let's see how stuff plays out yeah, let me before just, I. Let me take my time and really think this through. The Jews are pretty sneaky. I don't know if I really want to you know, be on their side and support everything they're doing with those little hats. I don't agree with it. <laughs> Rightfully so. I'm no, I know. Yeah. All right. I'm going to stick with basketball in this next one. This next one gets me super fired up. I actually had still do a lot of respect for, for Huggins out there in West, West by God, West Virginia. But now I'm questioning his mental capacity. Maybe he's been in West Virginia too long and he's just fucking stupid. Too much banjo music, I guess. Saying that the Zags wouldn't be able to hang and they'd be in for a rude awakening if they if they joined the, the, the Big 12. Because I guess, uh, you know, there's been talks and there was actually a meeting between the athletic director and the Big 12 down in Texas about joining... Now, there's been talks also about the Pac-12 and, and some other uh, some other bigger conferences, but the, the Big 12 is kind of the the big one that's that's gaining the momentum here. And like Huggins, that just doesn't make sense to me. First of all, we're we're a perennial NCAA team. We've been in two of the championships in the last five years. We haven't missed the NCAA uh, Final Four tournament since 1999-2000 season. And that's in Spokane, Washington in a in a in the West Coast Conference, like in the Northwest Coast. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. to me to me, I think Gonzaga joining Big 12, Gonzaga who's already made their their name right in in the tournament, they get recruits. They they get them because they know where they're coming from. Now you're going into an even tougher conference where more recruits want to play because it's tougher competition. I think that that betters that team. And the fact that they live in the Northwest where basically nobody wants to live. I'm sorry. I am a big Seattle Seahawks fan. I've always wanted to go to Seattle, never been, but I don't want to live in Seattle. Right. Right? I don't want to live in Washington. Why would you want to say, uh, why would you want to not near Seattle? Why would you want to go to Seattle? greatest football team of all time plays there what's so great about uh, seattle what's so great about they had a, they had a great nba you know team that just was hey, begging to get out of there right? that's not the headlines right now <laughs> calm down but we'll what i'm saying is like with, with where they're located and the amount of recruiting that they can get already i think this is just gonna shoot them up even higher that's that was that was my point and my thinking as well i mean obviously 
again, now we would have to play pack or uh, Big 12 teams tw- two times a year. Yes, that's a lot of competition, especially with Houston joining in 2023. But again, the the recognition being a Big 12 team and being in that conference, that just the recruits just get better. Oh, by the way, Huggins, Gonzaga in the past five years has had 11 first round NBA picks since 1968. West Virginia's had one. So I don't even know who that is. <laughs> uh, Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's turning out okay. Yeah. Um, two more real quick. Turning our eye to the golf world. I find it hilarious that Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods are kind of the two big names that are going up against the live golf. But now they're coming out with their own tournament or their own golf series. The TGL, I guess, Tiger Golf League. Sorry, Rory, you don't get your name on it. You're, you're not hung like Woods. He's the R in Tiger. Right, yeah. So, two hours. I was after doing my research, I found out they're just trying to be us, you guys. So, what this golf league is, is it's they're playing golf on a simulator. They're creating like a an indoor facility specifically for this. It's going to be three person teams competing against each other in a simulator. That's fun. That's golf all year round. I'm irritated. But, guys, we've been doing this That's now. our thing. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we should get royalties and kickbacks so we can buy the Washington Commanders and change the name to the Commies. I'm in. So that just, that just kind of pissed me off. Um, Let's, call them. Let's call them out. The, the last headline that I kind of want to talk about is the lack of headlines. So scrolling through, you know, the different uh, the different leagues and the different headlines for the leagues and stuff like that. Obviously, we're talking about racists in the NBA and, and penis showers in the NBA, and, and you know, obviously, right now you've got the uh, the Houston Asterisks in the World Series football. Obviously, I've I've done a whole segment on the the douchebags and the the debauchery that goes on there. I've come to the conclusion that hockey, the NHL, is the least controversial of all major sports. I saw one headline that a player, I can't remember his name because it's probably Russian. (laughs) I think Putin. He was suspended five games, or no, three games. I'm sorry, three game suspension. I was like, oh my gosh, controversy. Let's click on that. No, it was for high sticking. It it was uh, just high stick someone. Like harassing us. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, so it's, I know why though. I know why. They're white. Wow. Wow. We're not, we're not going there. No. How dare you think about that? They are. I was thinking he would think that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. No, no, no. They are. It's not that they're white. It's that they're not. No, no. Um. They're not American. They're they are Canadian. They're all so nice. They're so nice. And like, and if they get if they get punished, they're like, yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, right. Yeah, like this guy or Rasputin or whatever you said his name was. He again, it was originally a five game pension, but he said, oh, sorry, me, and they reduced it to three. And they're like, oh, you know what? He said sorry, so we should take that into account. Yeah, that, that seems sincere. Let's drop it two games. <laughs> Let's you take know? that into account. <laughs> so, you know, I just every headline was like, "Oh, this this player donated his testicles to charity, and this this guy, you know, lost some teeth, and he was like, here, kids, play with these, you know, put them in a sack and under your pillow, and you get money.' Yeah, I need a necklace. Yeah, That's yeah, right. it's like just good things in the NHL. I, I like it. I might I might start watching. And they, said, and they said, Ducks, Mighty Ducks movies again. And I'm going to watch the Mighty Ducks movies again. I want to clarify. That's. You're not kidding. Fair. Yeah. 
I like it. But that's all I got. That's that's Hollywood headlines. That's just kind of what I saw today. And you know, I thought I thought those were some good stories that needed to be to be brought to light. I like it, Hollywood. That was our Hollywood halftime report uh, with the with the headlines. Hey, that was pretty good, right? Hollywood halftime report. Love it. I mean, that was pretty good off the top. That was pretty that. good. Okay. Is, um, isn't it the fourth quarter, though? Or is it the game of the fourth quarter? And that is our Hollywood halftime. <laughs> then we are going to go to a break now. <laughs> We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we got our guru. And, dude, I don't know. All I know is I'm looking pretty good in fantasy. But guru... I need I need advice this week. Okay, by a week from hell. Uh, right after this. All right, we're back and we've got Goatee Guru, our fantasy expert. Guru, what do you got for us this week? Well, I got some no goes and goes. Like I said, I was gonna do. Um, watching this horrid freaking Thursday game like they all are. And uh, Davis Mills just threw, to, threw an interception right to the defender because the his receiver didn't look at it. Never turned his head. Kept running around. I don't know. I don't know what just happened there. But anyway. With the Stingley? No. Stingley plays for the Texans. That's what I said. No. Davis Mills threw it. No, I'm just – all right. It was uh, James Bradbury. So, on the go list, at the quarterback position this week, I got Trevor Lawrence versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I know he had a poor game last week, but this is <laughs> if you're going to play against a defense as your get-right defense, this is, this is the one uh, for a passer. Las Vegas is atrocious against, I, I don't know why, they have some good weapons. Or good, uh, good personnel. They suck. <laughs> they suck against quarterback position. So I like Trevor Lawrence this week to go in that nineteen to twenty-two point range. And just a side note: this is a revenge game for Zay Jones, return, you know, returning to play against his old team. So if you're in a in a deeper league, he's a, he's a sleeper I like as a flex play this week. At the running back position on the go list. Chicago Bears running back, not the one you're thinking of, Khalil Herbert versus the Miami Dolphins. He's the better back in the Windy City. He's showing weekly that he's he's the more explosive fantasy option. Miami's been mediocre versus the run. And Montgomery, they seem to they want to keep playing him. You can tell that they want to play both backs, but sooner or later you got to put the guy that's being – more explosive, more productive. You got to give him more touches. I think you're going to see that start to shift this week. I like Herbert to go over 65 yards with a touchdown. At the wide receiver position, Kansas City wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Juju's kind of found his groove with his new offense, and Mahomes, it, it seems to have gained the trust in him. So, after two explosive weeks prior to the bye, I think Juju's going to continue to blossom for his fantasy owners in week nine. Uh, can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I jump in real quick and just ask you about Kadarius Tony? He has no value for, to you this year. Kadarius Tony, that trade was made for next year. That was not a trade made for this year, in my opinion. He will be the fourth, or if not the fifth, um, player on the, or wide receiver on that depth chart this season. Uh, he has no work ethic, and I don't think he's going to pick up the offense real quick as a result. Okay. On the goal list at the tight end position, TJ Hawkinson versus the Washington Commanders. So after kind of a surprising deadline deal that you don't see often within the NFC North, you don't see a lot of division Divisional trades, especially in season, um, you know, Hawkinson, he's landed in a solid offense and they have weapons that are going to take some pressure off him too. Um, you know, he's a former top 10 pick. Let's not forget. He's ultra talented. I think they're going to try to, uh, I think they're going to try to show him off a little bit this week. And as a result, I think Hawk goes for over 60 
plus yards with a touchdown. And at the defense position, defense and special teams position on the go list, I got the New England Patriots versus the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, let's talk about a tough matchup for a quarterback making his second career start, right? Sam Ellinger, that's that's a tough start to play against the Bill Belichick defense. They're currently the number two ranked defense in fantasy. I would not, I do not feel any sort of uh, hope for Sam Ellinger in this game. And I, I think you're going to see the New England defense put up double digit points. And I have a feeling they're going to get three turnovers on Sam Ellinger on sun, on a Sunday afternoon. I believe they play on the no-go list <clears throat> at the quarterback position, excuse me, at the quarterback position, Detroit Lions quarterback Jared Goff versus Green Bay. Now, Goff has been kind of a revelation for his fantasy owners who, who chose to wait on a quarterback this year in the draft. Uh, like I advised, I, I still think that's the, the way to go. Um, and, and this is why. You can find a guy like Jared Goff who is currently ranked 12th at the position. That's excellent. A lot of people probably never even drafted this guy. So... Just another reason why you don't take quarterbacks early. But that being said, Goff kind of has a, he's got a bit of a pattern with his matchups. If you track his matchups since he's gone to Detroit from, from LA versus defenses ranked in the top 12 against the quarterback position, Goff has struggled mightily. He's excellent in good matchups. He's excellent in bottom 15 matchups, but in the top 12 matchups, he's, he's struggled mightily. He just lost his tight end. Swift isn't a hundred percent. I just, I, I don't think, I don't think this is where you're going to uh, want to plug and play uh, Jared Goff this week at the running back position on the no-go list. Buffalo bills running back. Devin Singletary versus the New York Jets. The Jets have been extremely stingy against the run this season, so that's that's the main reason that I that I want to sit Singletary this week. But I also have a feeling the Bills are going to want to get Naheem Hines involved after the deal they brought him from Indianapolis, sending Zach Moss in, re- in return. Um, that tough run defense, the lack of the passing game inclusion because of Naheem Hines, it, that's enough for me to fade Singletary. And, uh, and keep him on my bench in week nine. At the wide receiver position, on the no-go list, New England Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers versus the Indianapolis Colts. Myers, again, another guy. He's been solid. As we've kind of come to expect, he's a target monster whenever Mac Jones is under center. I really do like him in a season-long format, but looking at the smaller scope this week, this, this is one of those weeks I'm looking elsewhere if I can. If I have a better, if I have other options, I'm going to sit Myers this week. The Colts secondary, that's, that is one of the strengths for an underperforming football team. Myers, I don't think he gets in the end zone and he middles somewhere around 50 yards this week. At the tight end position on the no-go list, he's kind of become a, he's kind of become a staple of the no-go list. Mike Gesicki from from Miami Dolphins against the Chicago Bears. I said it in the preseason and the draft lead up. I said I've said it all along. He's just not getting the attention we've come to know in the past. Knowing Mike McDaniel's scheme, they want to keep those inline blockers in line. And I don't think Gesicki is that guy. I think he's more of a true why, like a big wide receiver that you just line up in the slot, but they're not using them that way because they don't really have anybody else to come inside and block. So um, that on top of the addition of Tyree kill, you're just not seeing the volume for Gesicki. Uh, he's playing a Chicago defense. that has been pretty solid against the tight ends in 2022. I have Gesicki going under 40 scoreless yards in week nine. And last position on the no-go list, 
the defense special teams position, the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Bengals have kind of been up and down this season, offensively and defensively. Um, but the reason that I am going to keep them on the bench this week is due to, honestly, the revival of the Carolina Panthers with P.J. Walker under center, uh, Steve Wilkes as the interim head coach. I think they are playing for something again. I, I feel like the team kind of gave up on that rule. Uh, but P.J. Walker under center has played pretty well, de- decently well. Um, Deontay Foreman has been playing. He's, he's been showing those flashes that we saw last season when he was in Tennessee. And Derrick Henry went down with a foot injury. Uh, he saw that he, I mean, the guy, the guy is talented. He, uh, he was, he was a mid, I guess we'd say mid to early pick, um, by the Houston Texans when he came out of the draft, he's talented. Uh, so we're starting to see that and he's getting his run and welcome back, uh, DJ Moore. Thank God, uh, PJ Walker's under center and Wilkes is the interim coach because they're finally making a conceded effort, concerted effort, excuse me. Uh, to to get him involved and and you know as long as he keeps his damn helmet on we're 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 in good shape so for for me I'm sitting Cincinnati this week it's more of a it's more of a testament to Carolina turning it around so next week we're going to look at a, we're going to do a special um, segment and it's going to look at potential trade targets that you should be looking at as we approach the, for most leagues, approach the fantasy trade deadline. And uh, if you guys aren't going to want to miss it, we'll we'll see you guys next week. That excites Uh, me a lot. (laughs) As it should. (laughs) A lot of things excite you, though. Like Primo scheduling a medical appointment. I am excited. That is right. Like right. Watson going to a massage. God damn it. All right. Well, we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we got our pickums right after this. All right. We are back and we are going to do our pickums. Hollywood, you're going to fill in because my co-host sucks um, and he's not here. So fill us in, man. What's going on? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't. He didn't send me anything. Oh, okay. no, that's not his fault. Of course he didn't. From his deathbed, this is his last will and testament. Nope, it's just the pickums. So for week eight, here's the rundown. Chris went with the Jags. That was a loss. Everyone else won. Josh with Philly. Guru with Miami. B with Philly. And uh, I went with the full starts for the Giants. Yeah, you did. So the current standings. See if I can put this in order. So Josh at the top, five and three, tied with me, five and three. Followed closely by B at four and four. And then I'm going to drop, you know, the co-host a level at four and four as well. And then uh, bringing up the rear, but catching up, Guru, three and five right there. You know, it, this week's a big one for you. Now, I will say it does look like our, our co-host is going to pick up a W this week. As he, he did send in his pick prior to the start of the game. I can confirm that. He did go with Philly um, before the game. I shouldn't have said that, but I did. Doesn't really matter. So we start from the top down. So that brings us to the host, Josh Dean. Please give me that pick. Uh, I would like to take the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins, which you have not picked, so you are safe. All right, locked in. Next. Where are you going? I'm taking a trip to LA. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take the Rams. We're going with Lar. 
I don't know if I like that pick. I think they're a terrible I, team. I'm not, I'm not high on it. Who's worse? Who's 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 worse? The Rams or the Cardinals right now? Who's the worst team? Honestly, I think the Rams are because the Cardinals show promise, and the Rams. Yeah. Just, I just feel sad when I yeah. watch them. Yeah, I. That's just very hatred for the Rams because they always beat you guys. I think the cards. I think the cards are winning a head-to-head right now. Their defense, I think, is better. That 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 face tells it all. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like that. I I did have to hit my child today. Um, <laughs> we were getting getting ready to watch the the Philly Texans game, and he's like, "Oh, I can't wait for the game to start." I, I love JJ Watt. That dude's so good. I'm, I can't wait to see him. I was like, "Well, you have to wait till Sunday, dumbass," because he's playing against Seattle. Because he plays for the goddamn Cardinals, you idiot. And I punched him in the neck. And he went to bed crying, little bitch. Love you, Carter. And he's got a concussion. <laughs> he was he has, he has a it wasn't. No, no, no. No, it wasn't a concussion. It was just a back injury. Oh, he had a back injury. Sorry. Yeah. I do have, I do have a quick shout-out, though, to, uh, to my son's Junior Panther teams. Congratulations. They made the playoffs. Nice. They, they were tied. 1.1 second left on the clock. A tie did not get them in. It, had, it was a win and in scenario. 1.1 second left. They get the playoff. Hail Mary caught in the end zone. Touchdown. We're going to the playoffs, baby. That's, That's sweet. sweet. Yeah, Carter. He wasn't. He wasn't the recipient of the catch, but he did make the first tackle of the of the game. So he's All right, Guru. Who are you picking? Oh yeah, I got to do that, don't I? Hey. Um, <laughs> So, I can't remember if I've taken these guys. And you you have the list there, yeah? I, I do, I do. Have I taken the New England Patriots? You did not last week. Jags, Baltimore, Green Bay, Chargers, Cincy. I guess all we really had to do was look at the Giants' schedule. No, you have not. Yeah, I was gonna, well, no, you had to, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what you had to do. Uh, <laughs> but no, I didn't ever, no, I didn't pick against them. Um, yeah, I am going to, as much as I really, really just want to make the selection of a bomb going off at the Arizona and Seattle game, um, I'm going to take the New England Patriots to be the Indianapolis Colts. I talked a lot of shit about Ellinger. I got to I got to stick with it. Going with New England. I I don't know. I don't trust New England and they're so hit or miss it seems. But that's your pick, not mine. Um I, I need to make some risky moves here to catch up. I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Um All right, so my pick, guys. I leave tomorrow morning. I'm going to Dewey Beach, Delaware right below Rehoboth Beach. And uh, my buddies and I have a tea time Sunday, 1030 at Ocean Pines Golf Club. It's a Robert Trent Jones design. I will be playing from the white tees. So we're talking about 6,100 yards ish. So not, not crazy long, but I haven't been playing real well. Um, this Oculus golf that we've been doing is really, really messed up my swing. I need to, take a break from that, but I'm saying I get it back a little bit and I shoot under 80. I shoot in the seventies. And of course I haven't played a Trent Jones course. I'm going to break, I'm going to break 80 and shoot. Uh, I'm going to say 78, but a 79 gets me the, the W and uh, that's, that's my pick. So I would hope so. I don't, I don't, I don't play Mulligans. I, I play, uh, I was a, I was a former uh, former golf pro. I, I played by the rules, you know. You can only kick the ball. Uh, you can't what, get more than ten yards. Do you, what day? What, happens what day are you playing this? Sunday. All right. I, want, I would like you to send me a picture because I'm gonna I'm gonna bet you twenty five. You go eighty and plus. Okay. I'm saying okay. over over seventy nine and a half. Oh, Josh, what's Vegas saying? Where where are they? Vegas at? is saying what I'm saying. What I'm saying. I'm taking you under eighty. I'm taking you under 79 and a half all day fucking long, baby. What happens if you put the ball in the clown's nose? 
that. I didn't like that. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> little, very, Brandon, little do you know, yeah, Brandon, there's. <laughs> Brandon, little, <laughs> little do, little do you know, be uh, that there, there's no bunkers, there's no water, there's no trees on this golf course. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm blind, perfectly flat. <laughs> uh, yeah, blind betting is when I do my best. No, dude, I, no, I, a lot of people, a lot of people always think that you play worse in the fall, but fall golf, there's nothing like fall golf, man. He's putting on a foot golf course. Well, wait, hold on, wait. You forgot to mention on Sunday. That's he gets an hour extra of sleep. That's daylight savings time. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, you got to. You know, I you was, might be I was in trouble. In my back pocket. The only issue is if they they might they might be doing Sunday pins, but who knows? Who knows? All right. So I didn't I didn't make us I didn't pick a side on this bet, but I do have one question before I do. Yeah. What is going to be your coffee of choice on Sunday morning? Brand or style? Because I just I'm straight Both. black. Really? Okay. Uh, but what, we're what fucked. Brand. Fucked. You're so fucked, dude. You're so what fucked. Brand. And he's gonna be sober. I have I have a specialty brand. It's uh it's Lancaster Roast, uh, local. And it's land here. Here's for the here's fact, the issue. Here's, fact here's honestly correctly. <laughs> here's the make or break issue with this round uh, of me breaking eighty or not. The course is 45 minutes away. Do I wake up early enough to get my coffee and dump in? Or do I sleep in a little bit, drink my coffee on the way, and hope I can make a 45-minute drive to dump at the course? I prefer to take my dump at the course. Nothing is better than an at-course dump. You have to dump at the course. Pre-round dumps are, are if you don't, it, Yeah, if you don't take a, a, you know, a, well, a, pre-tea, a pre-tea shitter. You know what? I will up my bet to 50 if you hold your dump until the second hole. No you way. You can't hold the dump. You can't do it. You can't hold the dump. Go? Where am I going to go? Yeah. You can't hold oh, the dump. Come on. Get creative. Come on. No, you cannot hold the dump. Now, dude, that's how I know you're an amateur. No, you'll never break 80 with that. Yeah, dude, a pre-tee pooper is like, dude, there's nothing better than a pre-tee pooper. You said you're going with your buddies, right? There's no no women? No. Okay. Are you sharing the room? We've we've got a condo, so but we each have our own rooms. Okay. Dan, that's really straight of you. Then then it's really then then yes, you can't you can't dump at. Oh, <sighs> you can you can dump. Come you on, can't dump, dump, you can't dump at the condo. Hollywood, if, Hollywood. Listen, you can't. You're not you're not injuring your competition. You're only injuring yourself at that point. Hollywood, you do you got to do what you got to do what gets you in your zen, man. And it's a pre tea pooper on the dump skis. At the at the pro shop, a pre t pooper at the pro shop, pre t pooper at the pro shop. You're tinkering though during that time. Nope, nope. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a little little pressure release at the house, just enough to get me to the course, and then I'll main event at the course. It's a little. It's a pro. It's a pro shop poop shoe. All right, is what it's called. You're telling me you're the air out of the out of the pipe. You know, he's just he's just yeah, just a little yeah. He's going to feel so confident about his fantasy roster that he is not going to t- tinker during his tinker. No, no you don't tinker no, when you no, tinker. No tinker, tinker. No. no. But you definitely dump at Question. the course. Yes, yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to dump at the course. That's that's It's almost like it's almost disrespectful I, I if you do right not. Do you, I I know you're right-handed. Do you do you uh do, do you poop with the left-handed glove on or no? I do. I do, because you've got to get the feel. You've got to get the feel, and if you're like me, you really got to hunker down in that for grit. Yeah, yeah, the power squeeze. Right, right. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so week nine, Chris with Philly, Josh with Miami, Guru with New England, B with the Rams, and I am shooting under 80, guys. I'm doing it after I'm pooing it. I like it. I like it. And that'll do for this week's episode of the Fantasizers podcast. That'll do it, boys. Great job. We'll see you next week. And by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm saying that I am going to be seven and two after this week in fantasy football. Mark it down in your calendars. Seven and two. 
We'll catch you next week, Thursdays, uh, 11 a. I'm sorry, 11 p.m. Thursdays, 11 p.m. Uh, that's our new time. Book it. We'll be there uh, next week. We'll catch you. We'll catch you then. Adios, pantalones. Thank you.